It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, All That Money. Our scripture reference today is 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 1 through 16. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? If I am not an apostle to others, at least I am to you. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. This is my defense to those who would examine me. Do we not have the right to our food and drink? Do we not have the right to be accompanied by a believing wife, as do the other apostles and the brothers of the Lord and Cephas? Or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain from working for a living? Who at any time pays the expenses for doing military service? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat any of its fruit? Or who tends a flock and does not get any of its milk? Do I say this on human authority? Does not the law also say the same? For it is written in the law of Moses, You shall not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain. Is it for oxen that God is concerned? Or does he not speak entirely for our sake? It was indeed written for our sake, for whoever plows should plow in hope, and whoever threshes should thresh in hope of a share in the crop. If we have sown spiritual good among you, is it too much if we reap your material benefits? If others share this rightful claim on you, do not we still more? Nevertheless, We have not made use of this right, but we endure anything rather than put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that those who are employed in the temple service get their food from the temple and those who serve at the altar share in what is sacrificed on the altar? In the same way, the Lord commanded that those who proclaim the gospel should get their living by the gospel. But I have made no use of any of these things, nor am I writing this so that they may be applied in my case. Indeed, I would rather die than that. No one will deprive me of my ground for boasting. If I proclaim the gospel, this gives me no ground for boasting, for an obligation is laid on me, and woe to me, if I do not proclaim the gospel. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. One Sunday morning, a young boy had that look in his eye. He wanted to ask me something I could tell. 
I don't know if he was choosing his words or trying to figure out the answer himself as his stare intensified. Finally, he asked, what do you do with all the money? What money? I asked him. All that money we give you, he asked matter-of-factly. He was talking about the church offering. I had the giving talk with a nine-year-old that day. It was great. And the last thing I thought about when I began exploring pastoral ministry was getting paid. It didn't dawn on me that was biblical. Up to that point, I had been a part of church finance meetings and budget planning sessions. I knew churches paid their pastors. Thinking of a church paying me was strange. I'd like to say it was my starry-eyed dedication to ministry. Most likely, it was the realization I wouldn't be making computer science kind of money. Every year, for more than 15 years now, I dread talking about my salary. Most of the churches I've served shouldn't have given me a pay raise. If anyone keeps score, it probably looks like my yearly no vote looks ceremonial. It's not. Believe it or not, I've struggled with learning to accept the generosity of others. One year, I got the look from my superintendent. Our church submitted our annual budget for approval. It needed the superintendent's affirmation. The superintendent reviewed the budget sheet with a quick glance. And that's when I got the look. And what about this line for pastor's salary? She asked. Why is it $100 lower? She was mistaken. She read the wrong line. It was $100 higher. Her point was that churches need to learn to support their pastor. It needs to be a priority. Why? Well, first, it's biblical. Also, there are too many stories of churches targeting the pastor's salary first when finances get tight. You know, because we wouldn't want to stop getting our pretty bulletins printed. So, what does all this mean for you? Well, I assume you are a part of a church. You have a pastor. Your church pays your pastor or pastors. Make sure that those who proclaim the gospel are able to make a living. But here's something else I appreciate about what the Apostle Paul says about all this. He says it in a roundabout way. Paul is going to preach the gospel whether you pay him or not. Some churches would be okay not paying, I'm sure. But here's the flip side to that. Even if you pay the Apostle Paul, he's going to preach the gospel truth to you. And there's a great conversation to be had about this. It has to do with pastors being willing to preach difficult subjects in light of the gospel. If you make people happy, they don't mind coughing up a few bucks. If the pastor happens to insult them, they'll take their money elsewhere. In the end, all this comes down to a few questions. Am I willing to preach the truth of the gospel, 
even if it leads to a financial sacrifice? Are you willing to listen to the truth of the gospel, even if it offends you? And what are we going to do with all that money? Stay blessed. supporting another note this is our daily devotional i'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing if you ever find another note on itunes or anywhere else podcasts are available make sure to leave a review so others can join us the easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com god be with you